Sayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there. Welcome to Take the Stage podcast. I'm thrilled you're here with me today. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a moment and just mention Activate. And I mention it because, y'all, I love this program. This program is something that I created out of years in the speaking industry, along with being a speaker, being on the stage and producing events. I also did and have done and still do one-on-one speaker coaching. Activate is all of that and more. It is a program that will take you from overwhelmed and intimidated, because that's how I was when I knew God had called me to speak, to confident and equipped and confident in the calling. I always want to remind people that your confidence is from the Lord. So if you are just the least bit interested, you're just the least bit curious about Activate, I want you to go to takethestagepodcast.com, takethestagepodcast.com, and I want you to click that Activate button and get on the wait list. And here's why. Because only the people on the wait list are going to get an incredible opportunity. I'm going to whisper, y'all, it's a discount and it's a big one and I want you to have it. And it's only going to be available for a short time, limited supply, all those things. But it's something I want for people who are the most interested and have asked me about Activate. Okay. Today's episode, it's all about networking. Networking as a speaker. What does that mean? What does networking as a speaker mean? What does it mean to you? Does it mean meeting people like you? Going to events where speakers are? Attending other speakers' events? And the answer is yes. Yes to all of the above. Speaking is a lonely profession. And y'all have heard me say this over and over. Speaking is a lonely profession. You often travel alone or maybe with an assistant. You are often solo. You go to a city where you're not well-known or maybe you're very well-known, but it's not your city. You share your heart. You lean in. You serve. You give from what God has given you. And you pack up and you head to the next city or maybe back home and then you do it all over again. Now, I don't want to make it not glamorous, but hey, y'all, it's not glamorous, but I do know that you are called to it. And the reason I know you're called to it is because you're listening to the sound of my voice and it's the calling of your heart and God has placed it on you. And to be obedient in that calling, you have to continue to go and serve. So let's talk about how you network and what does that mean for speakers? The first thing I want to talk about is just your friends and family. Truly just letting them know that this is what you're doing with your life. Letting them know 
because maybe they have someone in their sphere of influence that is also a speaker. I have found that in my life. As people learned that I was a speaker years ago, I would sometimes get a phone call. Hey, Mary, I've got a friend and she's wanting to start the speaking thing. Now, that was typical for me because I had been around for a little while. But even before then, when it was, hey, Mary, so-and-so told me she's thinking about being a speaker or she's been speaking around and she wanted to connect with you. Anytime that happened to me, I always said yes. And I know you will too. But letting your friends and family know, hey, I'm doing this extra thing right now, or God's got me in a new place, and I'm out sharing my message with people. I just wanted you to know, maybe you know somebody that's doing that too. I'd love to connect with them. So you do a couple of things there. Number one is you're not asking for anything. You're sharing, and you're also offering to serve someone else. You'll be surprised at some of the responses. For those of you who are just a little concerned about asking friends and family to help you get booked, this is a great way to kick open that door and also to kick it open softly. So letting them know that this is what you're doing and do they know anyone else who may be doing something like that? And let the phone start ringing. Let the messages start coming. So let's start with that. I want you to do that. And then the next thing I want you to do is find your tribe, find your community, find your people, your speaker people. Now, many of you who've been around the podcast for a little while know I have Take the Stage Speakers. It's a free group on Facebook. We're bumping toward 500 strong. It is a small but mighty group of speakers who show up regularly and who share They share their one sheets. They share what's going on in their speaker world. And I encourage them and want them to do even more of that because this is your safe space. This is where you get to know other speakers. This is your space. Do you have a space like that as a speaker? Do you have a community that you belong to? Maybe a writer or speakers group. There are a lot of them out there that do beautiful work. Called Creative, Hope Writers, love them all. Kathy Lip, Writing at the Red House, which is also not just writing. So it's writers and speakers, much like Hope Writers also has a speaker element. I want you to have that. And I also want to give you different ideas of where to find that. Conferences. Now, I know we've not had a lot of in-person conferences for quite a season, and we're still dealing with all that is around this pandemic. But when the opportunity safely arises for you, I want you to consider the conference, the in-person conference. I can remember going to a variety of conferences through the years and just invaluable the relationships I made. I'm still in those, many of those relationships. 15 years later and more, networking at a conference is such a key component. Number one, you are sisters in arms. You are linking arms. You are doing something together. You are learning and growing together. Those conferences are about more 
than the educational piece. The education is nice. I always say it is what brings us there. It's the relationship that brings us back. It's that relationship with each other. And you also find so many speakers that you know and you connect with. And as you connect with them, you create your own community. Now, like I've said, we have the Take the Stage community, and that's a great, great community. But I know within that community, there are small little enclaves. And my Activate community from spring of 21, there is a group of speakers that came up through that together, and they are now a network. They call one another to pray as they go out to speak or as they're talking to an event planner. And that is what we anticipate for fall of 21 and the Activate group that will come along with us for that training and teaching is that group of speakers will create their community and their group and their prayer pods. Yes, I actually do prayer pods in Activate because it is essential to have prayer covering in this work. So even if you aren't in my free Facebook group, and even if you can't or are not interested in Activate, I want you to to listen to this part. So if you're multitasking, I want you to pause whatever you're doing, and I want you to lean in for just a moment. As a speaker, I want you to find two, three, four others, speakers, people like you who become your prayer pod. And here's what happens in your prayer pod. As you get ready to send out your one sheet, talk to an event planner, propose yourself as a new speaker to an event planner. You ask for prayer covering. As you prepare to go out into the world and deliver your message to a group, You ask for prayer covering. You ask for prayer, not just for yourself and the message you're going to bring, but for those who will sit under that message. So I want you right now, whether you write it in your notes app on your phone, or if you you can grab a pen and a piece of paper, or if it's just lipstick on a mirror, prayer pod, do it today. I want you to start that process today. Create a prayer pod of like-minded, and it doesn't even be like-minded speakers. These are speakers. You might have somebody who does comedy with somebody who's a Bible teacher, but they understand the world you're in. And I want you to lean into that. And I want you to create and develop that network. And listen, if you need permission, and you don't need my permission, but as my friend Bethany says, permission granted. Permission is granted for you to find the conferences that you need to attend. Find the conferences where your speaker friends will be or your future speaker friends. Maybe you haven't met them yet, but you're going to meet them. Find the opportunities and the trainings and the teachings. And I hope one of those is Activate Your Speaking Career. All right, let's go on to the next one. Networking at your speaking events. Okay, stay with me. Number one, have the person who booked you. That's your number one contact. But I will almost guarantee most churches, so that's an almost guarantee, most churches will call on one, two, three, or more of their sister churches in the region to help them promote an in-church event. So while 
Maybe it is First Baptist Church of Colleyville is the church that brought you in. You may find that the United Methodists down the street and the other Baptist church up the street and the Episcopal church and the non-denominational church, they were all involved. They may have put flyers up at their church. They may have put a notice in a bulletin. They may have run it on their screens. They may have sent it out to their people via email or an app, or they may have just sent up smoke signals. But more than your event planner was involved in getting the women to that church. So talking points for your event planner. As you say your thank yous, as you are there that evening with her, ask her either pre or post event. I would love to thank not only your committee and all that worked on this directly. I would love to thank any of your sister churches that came alongside you and helped get the word out about your event. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. And I always ask my event planners if I could possibly have their email address because I want to send them a personalized thank you. Now, I know you're thinking, Mary, you should mail that. And typically I do. I typically will email them, thank them and say, can I get your your mailing address? And I send them a handwritten note thanking them. And then I have their email address and I ask them if I can keep it. May I keep your email address and let you know when I'm going to be in the area again? I've never had a person say no. And here's what you do with that. That is the beginning of your event planner email list. And every month or so, when you find an interesting article, something that would pique the interest of an event planner, maybe it's all the fun new colors that events are using this year, or you see a fun new way that people are connecting, a new app that event planners can use, or you read a study, anything that can let you serve them. Remember, it's always about serving your audience, whether it's the audience you're standing in front of to speak or the audience that may book you. So you connect with those event planners as often as you have something valuable to share. Let me just say this. Don't just reach out when you want something from them. Give to those event planners. It does two things. Number one, it serves them well, and that is the heart behind what we do. Number two, it keeps you top of mind as a speaker. Because if she's getting an email from you, even once a month or every couple of weeks where you're sharing something fun and interesting you found to share with her, maybe it's a new Bible study you just finished and you go, I just wanted you to know, I just did XYZ and here's why I loved it. And I don't know what you are doing for Bible study, but I just wanted to share that with you. Maybe it's a discount code on a devotional you loved. Hey, I wanted to let you know that Amazon has XYZ devotional on sale for 99 cents. I just let all the women in my church know about it. I bet the women in your church would love to know about it too. So those types of things, I want you to continue to share those with her. But again, If she never hears from you and the only thing she hears is, hey, by the way, I'm available to book, she's not going to remember you. 
You want to be the person she thinks of when she starts planning her event, that she's sitting there and she's with her committee and they go, okay, so who are we going to bring as a speaker this year? And a light bulb goes off and she goes, well, you know what? Heather, Heather has been so good, y'all. She spoke here about a year or so ago at First Baptist. And I get an email from her about once a month, sometimes a little bit more. And she always has a great resource to share. She is really plugged into what is going on in the hearts and the lives of women. That's what you want her to think. It's just another way to network. And it's so easy. Because I'll bet you're sharing those things with your people. When you see a great deal in a devotional, or you see a Bible study you love, or you read a great book that you think, oh, my church women would love this. Don't you share it? I know you do. All right. I've given you several ways to network. I've given you ideas, but I want to go back to that prayer pot. So I hope you wrote that down somewhere. And that this week, your focus is going to be on finding a prayer pod, creating a prayer pod, finding one, two, three, four, however many the Lord sends to you speakers, not like you, just speakers that get what you do and ask them if you can be in community together. It's your first networking project. Thank you so much for being here today. I am beyond thrilled that you joined me. I look forward to seeing you hopefully on the free Facebook group and maybe an Activate in just a few weeks. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes. And those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder. And as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.